Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with us here today. I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad to be able to spend some time with you again today as we're here on the radio talking about you and how you can thrive in your life and in your business. Today we want to talk about teaching what you know. It may be something that you went to school for, that you run a business for, that you do every day of your life. It may also be something that you went through that now you must, you need to share with the world in order to make the difference that only you can make. Either way, there are things that you've been through, things that you've learned, things that you know that you need to teach. Today is our day to be encouraged to teach what we know here on Thriving Entrepreneur. I hope, I hope today finds you blessed amazingly beyond all recognition. I'm so grateful to have you here today. I love spending time with you. I want you to know just how wonderfully, powerfully special you are. I don't think you hear it enough. I really don't. And I think that you really should be told more often just how amazing you are. I think that the world would be a better place if you really knew how great you were and then you took that burning desire inside of you because I know there's those things that keep you up at night and no I'm not talking about the bills <laughs> but that mission that passion within you that keeps you awake at night it propels you to work late nights to work on weekends to have your laptop on your lap while the family is watching TV and be working on your mission, your business, that thing you do in the world. Maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's a company that you've started and you're really going gangbusters with it. Or maybe it was totally on accident. You just shared with somebody and then they shared with somebody and it's kind of overtaken you. Maybe it's a message deep down inside of you that you know you're supposed to share, but you haven't yet. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's waiting, waiting for you. It's ready to explode out from within you. And now is the time. Now is the time to teach what you know, to be exactly who you are, to show up in the world as the one and only you. Because that's all that we need. The world just needs you. Nothing more, nothing less, just the best you that you can be today. You've learned some things since even yesterday, let alone last week, last month, last year, 10 years ago. You look back on your life now and you see the things that you're accomplishing that didn't even seem possible. I was expressing to somebody the other day, we were talking about money and about how relative something being expensive is. Um, and I remember expressing, we were actually talking about the cost of a domain name. Back in the day, way back, um, you know, we're talking like 96-ish, um, a domain name was probably going to cost you about $120 a year. Now, for most of us, we're like, okay, $120 a year, that's not too bad. I mean, it's not the 8 or 9 or 10 or $15 or the $1.99 that you get it for the first year that we can get now. But, okay, $120 a year. But then as I was expressing it, I was like, you know, back then... I was a single parent of five kids. 
I was so blessed that the state came in and paid for a nanny to take care of the kids during the day so I could work a job. I will never be able to express the amount of gratitude that I had for that. But at that time, the concept of spending $120 on a domain name, even more so on a domain name that I didn't have a plan for, or that I didn't know how I could make money off of it immediately, that just wasn't even a part of my world at that point. It couldn't be. Now I look back at it and I'm like, oh gosh, I wish some of those domain names that I knew I could have gotten, I, I would have had back then. I heard about a guy who registered, I think it was liquor.com and now got like $10 million just for the name. No website, just the name. Um, you know, that's how things change. The reason why I bring that up and you're like, why, what does that have to do with this particular message? And it really has to do with maximizing today. Not going back and trying to fix yesterday. I didn't have the money back then. That's just the way it was. That's okay. I am where I am now today. And I feel blessed with every single thing that I'm able to do. I feel blessed that domain names are not $120 a year now. So that when I need one, I can get one. And I love teaching you all that I know, sharing it as freely as I can, even more so bringing the amazing international best-selling authors like my guests today to you to be able to really share with you for them the ability to be able to teach to you what they know. You see, that's what life is. It's about teaching one another. You know the old phrase, each one teach one? I mean, imagine if, think about it for a second. Think about a world where we were focused on doing what we knew how to do and maximizing today for all that it could be by simply teaching, sharing, expressing to the people around us the things that we know, letting the people around us know how much we care and how important and special they are in our lives and letting the people that we're meant to serve being there for them, to teach them, to help them, to train them with the things that we know now. Five years from now, you'll be a different person. You'll know more, you'll know differently. You may even look back at what you taught today and you may even scoff and be like, oh gosh, I can't believe I was teaching people that. It's so wrong or I've learned so much more. That's okay. That doesn't diminish today. Any more than that helicopter that you're hearing flying by diminishes the power of our time together. It's just life. It's where we are, what's happening right now today. And that's good. That is very good. To just simply be who you are today. To teach what you know while it's called today. And then... You know, you'll be listening to this five years from now because it's evergreen. And I'd love for you to come back and listen to old episodes. You should do that now. The show's been around for a while now. And you'll be listening to the old episode and you'll be like, Wow, I remember when I started teaching. I remember Steve encouraging me to do that. And that day I started teaching. Oh, talk about an amazingly wonderful testimony that I would love to hear. I would love to know that my words reached you. Yeah, specifically you. And that from these wonderful guests that I brought to you, you were encouraged. You thought of the thing that you do at work, the thing that your company does, that you can teach people and help accelerate what they're doing. Or that thing you went through and now you know something that you didn't know before you had to go through it and because of that you found yourself really contemplating about life about what's going on and it up leveled you 
And now is your opportunity to be able to share that with the people around you, with every person that you come in contact with, to take that trauma you went through and to be able to help others that are now maybe going through it and help the people around them that don't understand, to help and teach them, I went through that, I know where you've been, I've been there before, here's what I learned. Not as some kind of sales technique. I can tell you that the no like, and trust factor is the primary element of creating a relationship with somebody that you're gonna to sell to that the feel felt found is one of the most powerful ways to overcome an objection in a sales call. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about simply just being the powerful person you are and helping the person next to you to show up as their best in the world today too. I can't think of any way that would be better than that to live as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. So let's dive right into it. Let's get together with some international best-selling authors and learn from them as they share with us what they teach, their books, uh, the things that they do in this world that propelled them to now being an international bestseller. First off, we want to talk about that business that you have, that thing you do in the world um, on a daily basis as your way of earning income and how can you teach somebody to be able to show up better as themselves in the world by teaching them that skill that you have that helps them live their life better and to really truly thrive. Join me in welcoming Mike Suderman. Hey Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Steve. Hope you are. I'm doing good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. How do I show up in the world? Well, a little bit about me. I am uh, an executive search consultant and career strategist. So I spend my days uh, helping companies hire top-tier talent to join their organizations. And I also consult with professionals on career strategy. So that is the bulk of my working day, if you will. So that's keeps me going. Absolutely. And your new international best-selling book, The Executive Leap, this is actually the second edition for it, but I know you poured a lot of effort, energy, time, and reflection into really getting out there the book that people are looking for, whether they're executives or brand new, to really help them make that leap. Um, tell us a little bit about the book and what your intentions for it were. Yeah, great question and, and happy to provide that information. The book was written with the sole purpose of being a field guide for 
professionals wanting to leap into a either a bigger and better position with their existing organization or leap into a larger role with another company outside of their current organization, or maybe they are in transition and they are faced with having to find a new position. So regardless of what status or level they are in their career, they have this field guide to help them navigate the challenges of trying to find a new position. You know, Steve, an interesting thing recently when I was in the rewriting of the second edition, just out of curiosity, I went and I Googled four or five main topics. I Googled resumes, interview strategies, LinkedIn uh, uh, strategies or LinkedIn optimization. I Googled negotiating job offers. And then I Googled job search strategies. And there, those are five categories. Out of those five categories, in a matter of, you know, if you, I added them all up, it, the results were over 4 billion hits. And then I added up how long those 4 billion hits took to appear on my computer. And it was literally, you know, less than 10 seconds. So when somebody is going to look for a new position and they want help with resumes, they're going to get a billion hits. If they're going to look for interview strategies, it might be maybe eight or 900 million hits, which, you know, quite frankly, any more than 10 or 20 or a hundred is overwhelming. But when you're getting millions or hundreds of millions or billions of hits, it's very difficult to know what is worth looking at. Is it relevant if I have to pay for it? Is, is it going to, am I going to get a return on my investment of that cost? Is it any good? You know, you don't know what you're getting. So one of the benefits of my book being a field guide and covering all of those topics and, and additional information is you can go straight to the point. It takes my executive search insider secrets of 14 plus years in the business, having reviewed, you know, tens and of thousands of resumes and worked with tens of thousands of professionals and hiring managers takes all those experiences and again, boils it all down into this book. So people can utilize that information to, you know, carve out or rebuild resumes, doing whatever they need to do in their endeavor to land a new position. So, you know, again, I wrote the book with the intentions of being able to help people at, all levels or all stages of his or her career and make it easier for them to know exactly what to do to get started immediately and be able to move that process along. So when it comes to, uh, you know, getting a job, submitting your resume, really getting, you know, a good job versus, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, right. Well, I, I, I hesitate to say any job because then I'll offend somebody, you know, but, right. um, but, you know, when it comes to getting what a good job for you is, what is like maybe the key thing that a person really needs to know? Yeah. So what people need to realize is that even though LinkedIn is very popular for professionals, it is not uh, how companies make hiring decisions there, or even decisions to bring people in for interviews. They're still looking at a resume on a piece of paper. And I tell, I have this thing that companies or people hire people, not paper, but they still want a resume, they want to look at something, even if it's online, they still want to see it. So it's critically important that you design your resume so that it speaks on your behalf and compels or conveys the reader to read the entire resume, but more importantly, 
you've created it in such a way that it compels the reader to want to pick up the phone or send you an email and say, Hey, Steve, I like everything you have on your resume, but I've, you know, some, some questions like to bring you in for an interview. I was reviewing a resume from somebody that they sent it to me just last week. And, and, um, I said, where'd you get your resume template? She said, oh, I got it online. I said, well, send me the, I hadn't seen it yet. I said, send me the resume. It turned out that she had spent about six months looking for a new position. She didn't get a single interview and, and she was really struggling. And I looked at this resume after she sent it to me and I could tell that it's just a template she found. It was not, or, not well organized and it was pretty much a mess. And it didn't have any, I wasn't really excited to read it. It didn't grab my attention at all. And just looking, taking one look at a resume, I knew exactly because, you know, I, I've seen probably 80 to 100,000 resumes. So I know what works, what doesn't. But I look one look at this resume and I'm thinking, I know I could list 10 or 15 things why you're not getting requests for interviews. So the, the thing that people have to keep in mind is that the resume speaks on your behalf and you have to design it such that it compels the person reading it to want to pick up the phone or email you and request your time for an interview. And then you go in and you sell yourself and your value to the organization and go, and go from there. So that's a really critical piece. There are lots of different components to the process, but if your resume is terrible, it's going to be a, a long road to hoe. That makes total sense. So what would you say, I mean, you kind of pointed out a little bit of it there, but what would you say is the biggest mistake people make in their resumes? Oh, that's a that's a great question. The biggest mistake that people make is trying to dump everything they can into the resume and do the shotgun approach. And that's what this one resume was doing that I reviewed recently. What's interesting is that just out of curiosity, and I like to, I'm an investigator, right? I, I, I make a living at knowing as much as I can about somebody and I can, I have avenues for doing that, but a real simple one, of course, is go to LinkedIn. So I went to this person's LinkedIn profile just to see if they even had one and they did. But I noticed that on this gal's LinkedIn profile, she notes that she's bilingual and on her resume, she dumped everything into two or three pages of information on there and had for some reason left out the fact that she's bilingual. And just that alone, I reached out to her and I said, even if you don't hire me, you have to make, you have to put that you're bilingual front and center on your resume, because that could be, and that's your differentiator, especially if you go to work for a company that needs that skill set. So most people just dump everything they can think of into it. Uh, on the flip side, sometimes people get a hold of these templates that are, um, you know, very minimal, and they they don't have enough information in there. But usually, it's just a data dump, and it's way too much, and people don't want to. Re- and it's lots and lots of paragraphs. People don't want to read paragraphs. So you got to make it easy for people to learn about you as quickly as possible. So how long, I mean, do you usually typically suggest that a person keep their resume to just one page? No. So here's the, here's the formula. One page for every 10 years, not to exceed three pages. But there's a caveat to everything, right? And the caveat on the exception of three pages is maybe you're a, a patent attorney or you've written a dozen books or you know, you have um, some inventions under your belt or whatever, and you might need multiple pages to include all that information in there. But 
for the general population, it's three pages. And I've seen, I mean, I, I can remember a resume I saw a number of years ago where this person had 30 years of experience and he jammed everything into one page. It was possible, but the font size was literally like seven point. I mean, you almost need a micro, uh, a magnifying glass to read the whole resume. He just jammed everything in there. 30 year career and on one page. You can, I bet you know where that resume went once I got it. Mm, yeah. Straight they to the a, trash. I was going to say they have a circular file folder just for those. <laughs> yeah. File 13. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, um, you know, and people need to hire you. We're going to give them an opportunity to be able to do that here in a second. But first, let's be good teachers. Let's give them, uh, you know, a tip, something that they could do right now to up-level their resume. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a concept in my book, and I call it the rule of thirds. So if you take the top sheet or the first page of your resume and you fold it into thirds, like you're going to mail it in a legal envelope, which is a number 10 envelope. That top third is your million dollar real estate. The top third has to have a, has to have enough information in it that compels the reader to continue reading your resume or either compels the reader to pick up the phone and say, I've read enough. I need to get this person in for an interview as soon as possible. That's the first piece of information they need to be aware of. That top third is million-dollar real estate. The second thing that I think is super important is that not to stack your, your name and contact information because you're going to use up that top third very quickly. If your name is Steve Kidd and then you put your, your mailing address under you know the the number in the street under your name and then under there, the city and the state and zip code. And then under there, the, you know, your, your cell number and under there, your LinkedIn and under there, your email. And it just stacks. It's called a stack. You're going to use an inch and a half, maybe two inches. And you are rapidly encroaching on that top third. So what you need to do is make sure that I prefer your, first initial last name centered in like 16 point font. And then underneath it, you include, you don't even need to use your address anymore. You put maybe your LinkedIn URL, your email and your cell phone number in 11 or 12 point. And then you've got another two, roughly two to two and a half inches where you can list what I suggest are core areas of expertise or core competencies. And you put those either in columns that are centered or in a, a centered format. So it draws the person in because they're going to start at the top of your resume and they're going to look at your name and they're going to start working their way down. So you draw them into the, your core competencies of what you, uh, the value you bring to an organization. And that should be enough to get them to either continue reading which is what you want them to do or either, or potentially pick up the phone and just because you've hit it out of the ballpark on those core competencies, but it's enough to get that person to read further or to just pick up the phone and give you a call or email you and request an interview. But it's that first third that is critical. It's rare for in my, even in my business, I'm always looking at the top page. I, you know, most of us don't, go to the second or third page and start there. We're usually going straight to the top and working our way down. That's good to know. Also makes me glad to know that I'm not out having to have to submit resumes right now. <laughs> you know, I'll throw another one in there that's important for people to realize. And uh, that is that depending on the level that you're applying for. I mean, if you're applying online, whether it's career builder or monster or indeed or zip recruiter or wherever you're applying, 
there are different types of job boards for different levels of positions. So if you're an executive with 15 plus years of experience, you have no business applying to positions on Indeed or Monster or um, ZipRecruiter, for example, because those are those are just they cater to everybody, especially Indeed.com. I mean, they cater to uh, people without any with GEDs or high school education to part time up through to about maybe manager level. Occasionally on Indeed, you'll see a position for a VP or a director, but very, you know, there are some on there, but the problem is, is that they're, 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 it's a really a job board for the masses. If you're looking for a more senior level role, uh, 15 plus years or more worth of experience, it really comes down to, to networking and connecting and, you might be able to go find something on LinkedIn might be a better opportunity for you. But with all of that said, Steve, when you apply online, on average, about 4% of all online applications make it through to the other side in which a company or a hiring manager or HR is picking up the phone and calling that person and asking them to come in and interview. So I don't want to freak people out and think to themselves, wow, 96% of all online applications don't get called for interviews, but it is what it is. So it's super important to build a, an affiliate army of, of people to connect with and network with and, you know, the best jobs, are found through connecting with people. Perfect. Well, for somebody that wants to go deeper with you, um, how would they get in contact with you? Yeah, so I'll just, um, you know, they can contact me by email at uh, mike at theexecutiveleap.com. And, um, you know, I can... Um, I'm happy to provide my telephone number. If they want to reach out to me, they can do so directly at 336-404-4610. Now, if they call me, which is fine, I take as many calls during the day as I can, but I'm because of the nature of my business, I'm on the phone all the time. So it would really be super if, if, if I receive a phone call and you get my voicemail, leave me a message. Don't forget your telephone number and, you know, let me know how you heard about me. Well, that's awesome. The book is called The Executive Leap. It's by international best-selling author, Mike Suderman, and you can get it on Amazon today. Mike, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the show here today. Thanks, Steve. Enjoyed it. Well, if you need to get a new job, up-level your job, change your resume, your job hunting. There's no better consultant I know of than Mike to help you get through that process. I, I know there's great people out there, but Mike does such an amazing job for yourself as well as for your company if you're looking to bring people in. Um, you know, So if you need that, that help is there for you. But his book, The Executive Leap, is also a great way for you to be able to learn by Mike just simply teaching the thing that he does so easily that we're blessed that he doesn't discount it and say, like we often all do, oh, well, that's no big deal. Everybody knows how to do that, don't they? So many powerful insights, so many little things that each of us probably does that make such a big difference if we were to do them just a little differently would help us get that dream job we want. That's the ultimate way of using what we do in this world for our business, for the company we own, to really be able to teach somebody and to show up every day as a thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. If you're an author,
author who's on a mission. Stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. While we talk about teaching what you know, sharing with the people around you, the people in the world, that thing that you've been through, those things you know, what you've learned so that you can help make the world a better place. I know you can. I know you do. And I just really honor and really applaud you for doing that in this world. So next we want to talk about that stuff we've been through. Uh, sometimes it's tough and sometimes it, we don't even know if we're going to make it through. But then we come out on the other side and there is stuff that we've learned. Things that others that are going through it and even the people around them that are watching them go through it need to know and understand. Even and especially maybe the children that are around us that need messages. Whatever it is, whatever the group, we need to teach what we know. And this is another powerful international best-selling author doing that. Join me in welcoming Stephanie Lazowski. Hey, Stephanie, how are you doing today? Great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I love your book. It's so cool. International bestseller, My Baby is a Superhero. Tell us a little bit about the book and how things happen to make you create it. Yes. So back in 2016, we had twins that were born at 23 weeks gestation. So that's technically under um, what medical textbooks say is viable. So when our twins were born, they weighed about one and a half pounds each. They were 11 inches long. They could literally fit in the palm of your hand. Um, your brain doesn't allow you to picture a baby that small, um, and even pictures don't really do it justice, but, uh, their legs were literally the size of our pinky fingers. Their heads were smaller than a baseball. Um, so just tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, we were told that they would have less than a 50% chance to survive. And as parents of twins, you look at your two babies and you think to yourself, like you're asking me to pick a child basically when your percentages are around 50, 50. Um, and so they had a really long medical road ahead of them. They spent five months in the NICU. And what we found during that journey was there was a lot of resources for parents, especially NICU moms and mothers of premature babies. Um, but there wasn't a lot of resource for NICU siblings. And we watched how our three and our six-year-old really struggled during those five months. Um, they weren't allowed inside of the NICU. They weren't allowed to go see their babies. And so they really struggled with why are mom and dad going back to the hospital and why are my babies not at home and what does the NICU mean? Um, and so that's where this book came from was to kind of explain the NICU world in a simple way that young siblings can understand, but also to acknowledge that they're going through every step of the journey with you um, and they're feeling those highs and those lows with you and, and to remind them that they truly are superheroes in this journey as well. 
It's such a cute little book. And of course, it's an international bestseller, which it totally deserves to be. Um, have the kids gotten to see a copy of it yet? Oh, they have. And it, what's um, what I absolutely love is that they're so proud of um, their younger brother and sister. So the twins got to come home after five months. And it's been a fun experience because I genuinely feel like our older kids have a lot more empathy for kids who have struggles in life and, and have harder challenges ahead of them. And, um, and I always love, you know, the first day of school or the first uh, show and tell or the first time they, they get to bring something to school or expose their friends. It's always the book. They always want to take the book and um, show, look, this is what my, my mom wrote this book. It's about um, me. It's about my brother and sister. It's about our family. Um, their uncle actually did the illustrations. And so um, it's just been neat to see how proud they are of the story and the book. I can imagine. I can see them walking around with tablets now, just, you know, like reading the Kindle <laughs> version over and over and over again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so, and I mean, it's a really serious story, but you handle it in such a way. Um, you know, what was it like with the little ones? What was maybe the biggest struggle for them to even be able to understand? I think the biggest struggle was that there was times that we were dealing with harsh realities and emotions that was hard to handle as adults. Um, you know, there were times that we were called up to the hospital to stay the night so that we could hold our twins after they passed away. That's how poorly they, they were doing at some times. And um, that's hard to handle as an adult. And so we had a really hard time articulating to the kids in a way that they could understand. In fact, I remember there was one night I tucked the big kids in bed and, and I was telling them good night and I was going to go back up to the hospital. And my six-year-old looked at me and he said, are the twins going to have to go be with Jesus? And I didn't know how to answer that. I mean, I couldn't answer his question and it just absolutely broke my heart. And so the biggest struggle was them having to grow up. And even as much as we tried to shield them and tried to protect them, they were still experiencing really big emotions. And, um, you know, they walked every step of that journey with us and just trying to communicate it in a way that um, was easy for them to understand but also didn't downplay the situation that we were in um, was the hardest part. And you said earlier, but tell me again, how old were they at that, at that time? Our daughter was three and our son was six. So when you're talking 151 days, which is essentially half a year almost, um, I mean, that's a lot of life in a three-year-old. <laughs> it's eternity, <laughs> yes. <laughs> They don't understand tomorrow, let alone 150 days. Yes, I think at some point they started to doubt if these, you know, babies existed. But thankfully, there was lots of pictures and FaceTime allowed. So it helps bridge, bridge the worlds together. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that some of the modern technology can make it a little more real. Absolutely. If not, I think they'd probably grow up believing that there's a really incredible weight loss program that mom went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, what is your, uh, totally unfair question, I know, but what is your favorite part of the book? My favorite part of the book is the message to the older siblings that they are heroes. Um, I said it time and time again to people talking about our journey, and it, it always came back to our older children. They were genuinely the laugh when we needed a distraction. Um, they were the hug that we needed when we didn't know we needed it. Um, they were just our rock. And, it, and it's funny to say that because you shouldn't, as an adult, depend on kids to be your rock, but they really were the perfect amount of love and distraction that we needed through that journey. And they truly were heroes to us. They handled it with such grace and such empathy. And so to be able to tell them and all the other siblings that go through similar experiences, 
um, it's so important that for them to know their value in the family and the journey and that they genuinely are heroes. You've uh, put so much insight for, I mean, hopefully nobody would ever have to go through this, but I know stuff like that happens for people. But if you could go back and talk to yourself before all of this happened, what do you know now that you wish you would have known at the beginning of day one of the 151 days? Um, that things may not look how you had hoped and dreamed on the day that you found out um, that you're pregnant, but they're, it's going to be okay. Like your version of okay is going to change, um, but you're going to be okay at the end of this. And I can honestly say now that I'm a better version of myself, I wouldn't wish this journey upon anybody, but having gone through it, I'm definitely a better version of myself. I believe our kids are better versions of themselves. Our relationship and our family dynamics are better for having gone through what we did and coming out the other side. So I would want myself to know that it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be different, but it's gonna be okay. So who, who do you hope picks up this book? Somebody that's looking for hope. Um, somebody that's looking for a way to help their kids who are struggling emotionally um, or you know, just having a hard time understanding the balance between the NICU world and the world at home. Um, I, I truly hope that people find um, hope and comfort from this book. I'm not even sure if I know, but have you created any programs yet to deal more directly with people? Um, yes. So we have an organization that our family runs um, that works directly with local hospitals. And we also accept nominations from families across the world, actually. Um, to support NICU siblings. And so we've really connected ourselves with the local NICU managers, um, the caseworkers, and then we have a platform online for people to nominate families that are going through experience is similar to ours so that we're able to connect and share our story. And, um, and then we find a lot of joy in sending uh, sibling care packages. So we send coloring books and stuffed animals and a copy of our book um, card games, that sort of thing to keep the, you know, give some, the siblings something fun to do uh, amongst the chaos. And if somebody wanted to help with that or participate in that, how could they reach out and contact you? Um, we have a website and a Facebook page. The organization is called From Small Beginnings. Um, and again, it's uh, it's a website and a Facebook page. They can send us a message on either platform to reach out to us on how to help or to nominate somebody to receive one of our care packages. So for anybody that's, hopefully nobody is, but anybody that's going through stuff like this right now, leave us with a little message of hope. It's really hard because it's, um, it's so much, it's a huge ball of emotion that, that comes with a question like that. Um, but you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be a better version of yourself and you're gonna find ways for the mountain that you're moving now to make a difference for a family that's coming behind you. The book is called My Baby is a Superhero by international best-selling author, Stephanie Lazowski. Stephanie, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the show here today. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate your time. What a great use of something that I wish no one would ever have to go through, but we know they do. And then we can take what we've been through out on the other side and we can share it with others that are now going through it. And we can help them show up powerfully in the world. And maybe we can save them from just a little bit of heartache and pain or go through it more eloquently, more elegantly. I don't know what it is that you have to teach, 
but I do know that the little ones, especially in your life, they have lots of questions about some of those traumas that you're going through. And to write a children's book, oh my gosh, I loved this book. It was so much fun. It's so cute too. And to write that book, to be able to help other children going through such a traumatic experience and help their parents be able to express to them as well. This is what we're going through, but it's going to be okay and we're going to make it to the other end so that they can understand, so that we can connect and come through together. There's nothing better I can think of when it comes to living as a thriving entrepreneur than just that. Here's our last commercial break, and then we'll be right back on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity, and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. You know, when we come to the end of each episode, I always feel like I need to say, what did you learn, Dorothy? It just feels like that moment of the show. <laughs> I do hope that you took away some really powerful things, both informationally, um, as well as to incentivize you to be the best you you can be, to share you with the world, to teach what you know. It's so important that each of us just simply take on the, and I don't even want to call it responsibility, the privilege of being able to share, to pass on what we know right now where we are here today. Um, a few years back now, actually, it's been, gosh, probably three years ago now, my granddaughter Tia put out a book, um, and it was uh, about her meeting her best friend. You know, because at the eight or nine years old that she was at that time, I'm sorry, Tia, if you were older than that, um, <laughs> you know, at that age, she, uh, that's what she knew, was this is what it took in my life to meet somebody that even though I've moved and I don't live next door to her anymore, she's still my very best friend. You see, even at that young age, there are things that children can teach us. Um, in My Baby's a Superhero, there are some parts in there where there's as much that the parents learned from the little children that were going through it as they did themselves. And being able to help them and encourage them helped them get through it as well. You see, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you have something so valuable, so needed, so necessary in this world. And so often we discount what we do because we do it so easy. It's so easy for us that we're like, eh, everybody can do that. That's no big deal, really, right? I mean, anybody can do the dishes. Anybody can clean house. Uh, whatever the thing might be, everybody's good at raising children after all, aren't they? And yet the truth of the matter is, is the very thing that you do with such grace and such ease, 
that if I told you that was what you were great at, you'd tell me, eh, no big deal, everybody everybody does that. Or, eh, you know, there's a million books on that. Nobody would want to hear what I have to say. That is exactly often the, the thing you really should be talking about. Because the truth of the matter is, is that it's not the huge life-altering cure for cancer kind of things that we come up with that really make the world a better place. It's the minute-by-minute, moment-by-moment times that really make the difference. I always remember, you know, with the international ministry he had with meeting with queens and kings and princes all over the world, Billy Graham would be the very first one to tell you that the most influential person in the entirety of his life was his mom. Now, I think her name was Rose, but don't even quote me on that. That's just the name that, when I was thinking just now, popped into my head that I think that's what her name was. But I could be wrong. You see, we don't really know who Mrs. Graham was. And yet, she was so powerful. She helped raise a young man that radically changed the world and the world still knows about to this day. Oprah always talks about her second grade teacher and how had she not been in her life, she would have never been the person that she became. Was it not for that teacher? You see, it's those kind of things that we discount so easily we're like, eh, that's not a big deal, that are really the biggest things. You never know whose life you're impacting. And that's why it's so important to just simply teach what you know. This is what I know for sure today. This is who I am today. It'll change. It'll, it'll morph into more and better and different. And that's okay. The, the key is to be the best version of ourselves today because you are uniquely brilliant you were created for a purpose and the world does need you i want you to know you're not alone there is a methodology there is a plan there is a purpose for your life and there is systems in place to help you be able to share you with the world talking about teaching what you know that's what i do I know how to make people get their words out, to craft their message, to really have clarity in who they are and what they say and what their people need, and to make that book a bestseller. I love doing it. I love being who I am. And I would love helping you out with it as well, because I want to see you thrive. That's what this show is all about, is helping you live a thriving life as a thriving entrepreneur each and every day so that you can teach what you know, be the best version of yourself while it's called today, and you can thrive. I hope that you are happy, safe, warm, and loved. And until next time, you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve, 
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You